Welcome to another episode of Breaking Through with Elena. That's me, and this is the podcast that celebrates women in the entertainment industry as they tell their stories of how they broke through in their field. Now, there's a good chance you haven't heard of this week's guests just yet, but there is a great chance you're going to be hearing a lot about them for a long time. Sammy, Savannah, and Sam make up Avenue Beat. They are the newest addition to Valerie Music Company on Big Machine Label Group. Yeah, big deal. And they are unlike any other act in the game right now, I think. You'll hear me mention this in the podcast, but I got to be honest, I remember the first time I got an email about them. It was right around when they got signed and I was like, Avenue Beat? kind of name is that? You're going to find out the funny way they got it in the episode. But at the time, I was a little hesitant to let a new artist into my playlist, which is weird for me because I usually thrive on discovering new acts. I love it. But I don't know. There was something about that day and feeling exhausted after a bunch of interviews. And I just felt like it was going to be a chore to put energy into a new act at the moment. So much of my energy was just occupied. I know you know the feeling, but I clicked on the link to their song. And as soon as the first chorus to delight hit, I was forever behind them. And everything that I heard from then on was exactly what I was hoping for, for this genre right now. Then I saw them perform at the girls of Nashville show, which you may recall me talking about a few times on this podcast. And you should Totally check out if you're in town while they put it on. Anyway, people were cracking up and so engaged with all of their songs. And I was relieved that they were great live too, even with the high expectations I had created. These girls went over everyone that they get in front of, no matter how intimidating the crowd might be. They have such a sassy and creative way of illustrating what it's like to be a woman today. It's the kind of female representation and perspective that I think we really need on country radio right now. So I invited them to come down and tell their stories which is so fun, very sweet, and really celebrates sisterhood. And I wanted to make sure you guys got way ahead of the game. So hopefully none of your friends know about them yet, just so you can be like, oh, I knew about them first. <laughs> Side note, I know when there are multiple women, it can be kind of hard to tell apart, but give it a few minutes and you're going to start being able to tell who's who for the most part. It's not a complete wash. Oh, and listen closely to hear who next week's guest is going to be. Still can't believe she's doing the podcast. It's wild, but let's get to this week's guest right now. It's Breaking Through with Avenue Beat. Welcome to the podcast, Avenue Beat. Hello. Ladies, I'm so excited that you guys are here because I have been following you for like, I don't know, a couple months now. And it's been very exciting to see this new energy that you guys are bringing into the game. So today I just want to talk about you guys. And uh, well, first, I guess I should say Sam, Sammy and Savannah. Those are the names. Thank you. I was very nervous about the Sam and Sammy thing. I'm just going to be honest. It's so confusing. And also they have the same middle name so I don't know how this happened to us <laughs> you guys are connected on so many different so many levels, levels. That's true. Yeah. yes so well, let's just start at the beginning guys like how did you guys end up getting together well we all grew up in the same small town in Illinois and then Savannah and I Quincy, have known each other shout out hey, shout, shout out, out. Yeah. Up, the gym city. Yeah, and Savannah and I have known each other since we were like literal babies. Oh, yeah. There's really cute Baby pictures. We'll, cute. we'll get into Baby. it another time. I, I need those pictures. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Oh, there's, then, some, there's some really. Cute it's ones. really cute. I'm not gonna lie. And then we met Sammy around 14, doing like a musical theater camp in our hometown. Wait a second. You guys are into musical theater. Oh, oh girl, yes. 107. percent Okay. Oh, I love musical theater. Oh, okay, cool. I love it. Like literally, next week's episode is with Kristen Chenoweth, and I'm sure you guys. Oh. 
Yeah. Oh yeah. My it's gosh. already been recorded. I cried. It was a whole thing. Like, oh, I'm obsessed with her. Yeah. She's incredible. Oh so, wait, what? Before we get into more stuff, because okay, I, I yes. just put no, a break no, let's right tangent here. away. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Okay. So, what are some of your favorite plays that you guys have done? We just saw a oh, plays that, that we've done. done. Oh, oh. Uh, Susical, I think, was my favorite that we were all in together. Yeah. I love yes. that one. Yeah, Susical was great. I was in Annie. Oh, yeah. I was in Hannigan. Yes. That's a red wig, screaming and blowing whistles at children. It was the whole thing. I played Molly in that. No um, way. I was like, I don't know, six or seven or something. <laughs> oh and I'm already 4'11", so you can only imagine like how tiny oh. I was in that oh. one. So, that, so yes, I'm with you on Annie. Okay. Right, what else? Oh, yeah. What else? What else did we do? Uh, Thoroughly Modern Millie was one. Oh, yeah, we did that one. Foster with, oh. oh, yeah. I, I'd love her so much. Are we creating another podcast right now? We're just down with that. We'll do country theater geek podcast. Yeah. Oh or my something god, like that. sign me up for that. It's, it's a niche in like a niche group, but I think we we are many. I think yeah. so too. Yeah. We'd at least get us to listen, and that's yeah, that's exactly. four whole people, yeah, guys. That's all I need. Really? Record the podcast you want to hear on the. On your Spotify. Exactly. Yeah. 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 You know, hit us up in the comments. Let us know what you want to hear about. So, okay, you guys do all these musical theaters plays together and everything. Yes. And then what are your favorite actual ones that you've gone to see? We just went to New oh. York for the first time. You did? Yes. Yeah, it was magical. All right. And then we saw our first Broadway show. What'd you see? Dear Evan Hansen. I tried to go see that the last time I was there, but the tickets for the night that I was there uh, were like $700. And oh I'm like, okay, my that bougie. Oh my God. Oh my I literally cried the entire, yeah, the entire, the entire show. show. That's what I hear, that it's so the incredibly emotional. It's show. beautiful. It's, it's it's like just a really, it like the story itself is just so good. And then once you add the music to it, it just like takes it to a whole nother level. And yeah, so I was bawling. The, I had a crying headache the next day. It was it's fine. fine. And totally everyone fine. in there is like that, right? Yeah, like, yeah, like the but, Everyone's went up for intermission. So oh. like the people next to you, like they're like wiping the tears <laughs> away. Secretly yeah. wiping tears off their the, chin. The like six foot seven man yeah. sitting next to you yeah. just trying to be chill about it. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. Well, I went a couple weeks ago and I saw Mean Girls, which oh, was, was that? so cute. It was, but it was, you know, definitely not heavy or anything. It was yeah. very yeah. fetch. It was, you know, it was just fetch. fantastic. But like the whole time, it. instead of crying through it, I was sitting there and my friend turned to me and like just started cracking up. And I realized <laughs> that I was sitting there with the goofiest smile on my Face, oh, like, just, like, just having the best time. That's so pure. That's so, that's so, so, so pure. Right? Well, you got to check that out next time. And oh, yeah. I really just want to see Hamilton. Like, that's I know. the ultimate goal. But Isn't will I ever? Probably not. Because there's <laughs> even way more than $700 for a ticket. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Still, I know. It's a whole well, thing. Insane. We'll Maybe talk about day. it in our other podcast. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, yeah. Cool, but cool, let's cool, get cool, back cool. to you guys. Okay, you meet in theater camp. And then what happens? Yeah, it's funny because at the time, like, Savannah and I have been doing like YouTube covers or whatever and Sammy actually commented on one of them and she commented like uh hey guys if you ever need a piano player like hit me up like and then we found out later that she did not know how to play the piano. <laughs> it was like literally all lies. <laughs> I love it. You get it how you can. I literally I was just like they seem cool. I was wrong. I want to be their friend. <laughs> but hey, I shoot your shot. It might just work out for you. Yeah. And it did. Know, so yeah. wait, did you ever pretend like you played piano? Weirdly enough, it never came up. Yeah, it really if you never would believe came up. it, it, ne it didn't come up in like two years in. I was like, hey guys, <laughs> I got, I got to be by honest. The way, by the way, <laughs> I would love if there was just a moment like randomly when they're like, oh, wait, so you can play piano on this one, right? Like, like, they, oh. hand me, they hand me like a piece of Mozart and I'm yeah. just like, I wouldn't have known the difference to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> that's Beethoven. Okay, yeah, sure. Okay, so then you guys get together. 
And what happens then? Like, when was the moment that you actually started taking it seriously? Like, this could be a career. I don't know. It's just, it was always just fun. Like, we just, like, sat in my kitchen and made covers. And, like, then we tried writing songs. Like, the first song we ever wrote, we wrote on the back of a pizza box. Yeah. Love it. We yeah. called it the pizza box We called it the pizza song. box How, song. Because we're cute original. and quirky. And <laughs> I, I don't think it made any sense at all, no. but it, like, sounded really dramatic. And we were like, oh, this is cool. <laughs> yeah, we didn't really know that songs had to, like mean something right. we were just we were literally just saying weird phrases we're like yeah yeah that'll work well sometimes they don't have to really mean anything they could just That's be true. fun and about a pizza box i mean yeah, i'm here so for it i don't true. think it had anything to do with the pizza box i think we just i don't know what happened with that but whatever i think your dad accidentally threw the pizza box he away did. when we moved here he threw it away and i'm what? very upset about it you should it. tell your dad that could have been in the country music hall of fame right? I know. exactly he's really yeah. he's really torn up about it i don't know <laughs> well, you'll, you'll just shame him about it all the time yeah <laughs> then everyone's fine but yeah we just started like doing covers and then we eventually started playing like three hour like shows in our hometown yeah oh yeah Yeah, we did like bars churches everything in between and just it was i think most of our weekends were like either one or two gigs and like we would like memorize everything which i i think back to now and i'm like how did i do three hours like we had original songs that we had written and then like mostly covers mostly covers and like we had remember all the chords and the lyrics and i'm like i how did we do that? <laughs> I feel the like same when I look back to even like musical theater days and the dancing and the everything. I'm like, oh my I gosh. would not be able to do that right now. I could maybe remember like a pot de bourree and that might be. Right? Like, I have I'm nightmares about that. Nightmares. Yes. I still have recurring theater kid nightmares. So yeah. do I. All the time. All the yep. time. It's like the week after the show closes, yep. you just yep. forgot everything and they're like, in your dream, they're like, okay, we're going to, we're going to pick the production back up. No rehearsals. We're just going to go for it. And you're like, what do I do? Literally <laughs> have had that dream. Right? <laughs> Dream, I had one yes. of those recently and I was like, I haven't been in a show in three years. Why? So when you guys started performing all of these, uh, all these different places in your hometown, were you already Avenue Beat then or did that happen later? I think that was later. We literally got the name because we were doing some competition. Some like local talent competition like in yeah. our hometown. We yeah. needed a name and... We didn't have one, so we just went to an online band name generator and clicked it one time, and then we were like, this'll do. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. We were like, we can change it later if we want, and we just never did. <laughs> That's amazing. That's the most, like, Gen X or Z or whatever <laughs> yeah. so I've Gen- ever heard. Yeah, definitely. We went on the is. internet and did yeah. a generator. <laughs> I'm in for it, though. So, and then now you guys, do you still love the name? It's weird. Like we, I, I think, have a love-hate relationship yeah. with the name. Like, I think we try to change it a lot, yeah. and it just never stuck. And now it's kind of like them. Like you know, there have been a couple other people who've been like, "Oh, I'm not so keen on the and name." We're like, it's, you can't say anything it's like, about yeah, it. We're allowed to say that. <laughs> so now we kind of have this like weird protectiveness over it. But. It's really like a family member because that's how yeah, I feel about yeah. family members. Like I can say all, everything I want about yep, my mom, yeah, but, but you better you not say, say something. Uh-huh, exactly. So, but now you're in it for the long haul. Like this is this is the name because you guys this are official name. now. So I remember uh, when I first heard about you guys, I had gotten an email. You know, this is our new group, Avenue Beat, and. I, and it's always scary kind of when there's a new artist introduced because, yeah. you know, as somebody that works a lot with the different artists in the genre, you know, it's it's a big commitment. Like you have to get back into it. And like, you know, you already have all these people that you have put so much energy into. Yeah. But then a new one comes along and I think fans feel the same way. It's mm-hmm. like, OK, that's a lot of energy I'm going to yeah. have to put into, mm-hmm. you know, a new artist. But I'm not even just saying this because you guys are here, but I clicked the link and it was delight. <laughs> and I was like. You're a 
freaking delight. Like, <laughs> like I didn't even feel like I had to put energy out towards it. And I've been talking to your team and I'm just like, I want to do stuff with them because you guys are so much fun. And then at that time, when I went to go click that, I immediately wanted to like research you guys and, you know, just start Ooh, standing good. right away. And I found the first thing that I found oh, was God. the most adorable, like local news oh, story no. about you guys. Precious. So let me kind of explain what it is that oh, I want to no. hear from you guys. So it's like their local news and uh, they're just so proud of them. And they're doing a story about how you guys basically moved to Nashville, right? Yeah. Like that was the story. And oh, they oh, came was, out oh. and they like showed them doing their writing and everything. And I'm like, I can't. This is the best thing I've ever seen. So tell me about that because it was just precious. I, I thought you were talking about like one of the ones. There oh. are some from way, way back like in the dark we ages. Yeah. Oh, that like news stories from... I need to go do some no, today. No, no, oh, no. That was a dare for me <laughs> going like, in. No, we're really lucky. Like our hometown's really proud of us. Yeah. yeah. They they're like it's always been I don't know, you kinda get this picture with small towns of like you know, it's like super sports centered and there's not a lot of uh like room for the arts, arts. and mm. Oh yeah. Yeah, and mm -hmm. Quincy has always been really like heavily into the arts and like, you know, like we had a theater program. We had like both like in high school and a community theater, they had um, like uh, a jazz night in the park where everyone would like gather around. And blues in the district. Yeah, blues yeah. in the district. And mm -hmm. like the town has always been super supportive of like the arts and that's kind of rare to find nowadays. Yeah, I think that's and, what contributed to us like being able to like do all those shows like in our hometown. Yeah, yeah like, you didn't have the support. Yeah, yeah, yeah you real. wouldn't have. And mm -hmm. support from our school like we started like, we actually opened for the band, the trailer choir, like one night in Illinois. And then they invited us to Nashville to play a show. Oh, whoa. yeah. And that's like how we kind of got like connected with Nashville. Yeah. And then the first show that we played there, we met our now manager, Charlie. And it was like some universe thing. Well, so it's all really meant to come together. Yeah. Like it's thanks, been very universe. clear. Yeah, thanks, yeah. universe. Yeah, Yeah, and then uh, we started like through our senior year, we made, uh, we would like skip school for a week every month and come down to Nashville and like write and just Yeah, and do our school was so supportive about like letting us yeah. take off a week and like prepping us with our homework before and yeah. all the teachers had to like sign a form and. <laughs> oh, wow. It was so cute. Wait, nice. that's really yeah. cool though. Yeah. So how did you guys get into country music? Cause for me, it was a much longer journey. Like I wasn't around it my entire life. I was mostly around Broadway and like pop cause I grew up in California. Mm -hmm. oh, and so wow. I had to discover country music like a little later in life. And, uh, you know, I'm sad that I didn't have it for all the time, but were you guys into country music forever? Or? I literally I, discovered country music because of Sam, because yeah, she did here. not know another genre of music existed. Really? This is so true, yeah. Until she was like 13 and we turned on pop radio. Yeah. <laughs> she had only listened to I was like, oh my God, Britney Spears? I didn't know. <laughs> <laughs> she knew. <Yeah. laughs> I didn't know. No, I literally listened to like only country radio, like, cause it's all my mom had on in the car yeah. or like, she gave me like her old Toby Keith's greatest hits CD. So like I didn't, I literally just didn't know anything else existed. So Sammy and Savannah, how about you guys? Was that, when, how old were you when you were introduced to country? Oh, you were kind of early. It was like some older, like Jimmy Buffett. Well, is yeah, like, like I, I had uh, kind of, you know, like country adjacent things like, a, yeah. like my dad and I listened to a lot of like Lyle Love It and yeah. I love Jimmy Buffett and he kind of, he kind of blurs the lines, but my mom wasn't really crazy about country music. I would listen to a couple songs like with my aunt. I always liked the funny ones, like yeah. the, oh my gosh, like uh, online. Uh, Brad, Brad Paisley. Oh, Brad Paisley has a lot of funny ones. I know, I like, I, and I've always just loved like 
humor and music. Yeah. And then once Sam kind of got me more into country music, I was like, oh, this uh-huh. is like chock full of it. I love this. <laughs> oh yeah. How about you, Savannah? Awesome. I literally remember the oh, first song, oh the song that changed my heart. Oh, oh, it was "Forever and Always" by Shania Twain. Oh, oh yeah, yes. I was, I was like, probably like twelve or something. I heard it and I was just like, "Oh my god!" She's like crying in her room. <laughs> I've never had never love, felt but... love before. <laughs> Shania did it for me too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and then opening the whole new world. But who, who's some of your favorite right now? Casey Musgraves. Oh, Casey. Oh, yeah, sure, yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Don't even have to think about have that. You guys met her? <laughs> No, uh, <laughs> I think I'd fall apart. I would yeah. fall apart. Absolutely. <laughs> For real. Absolutely. I mean, she she's on another level right now. And it's mm-hmm. interesting. Yeah. I always love when people bring up Casey Musgraves because she's a really big like focal point. This whole conversation of women in country music. Mm-hmm. I think things are getting better now. But like when I first started this podcast, the whole reason that I started it, um, the original name was Women Want to Hear Women. And it's because I had been told so many times to my face, you know, when I would ask, well, why aren't we playing more women? Mm-hmm women don't want to hear women. And I was like, yo, we need to reclaim that narrative because that <laughs> yep. is not okay. Because yep. someone like you, Samantha, I mean, you you were introduced it, to it because of Shania Twain. Yeah. So now um, when you guys first came to Nashville and you were starting to get into things, was that ever a conversation with your team to talk about like, look guys, you know, this is three females. It's hard right now for women out there. Or was that even talked about? I think we were like so blessed with like a team that just saw something in us that was that didn't have to do with gender. It was like they saw music that was dope that they liked and they thought like it could flourish in this environment. And they were just like, go make the music Go make that the you music make. that is your truth. And yeah. yeah. Like, and it wasn't even yeah. part of the conversation because they were like, that doesn't matter. Do you. Right it doesn't matter. Do you. Yeah. yeah. Just make good music. Well, and yeah. you guys are pretty young still. So you're 21, all yeah. of you? Yeah, 22. Okay. 22? Okay. Yeah. Uh, you looked like the older one. <laughs> she just <laughs> recently turned 22, like, like, like four, four days, days ago. ago. Okay. Yeah. She's like a couple months older. Yeah. I am not dealing with it well. <laughs> you're not. Are you already checking into the elderly home? <laughs> yes, fully. I'm just like, well, this is it. I'm clocking out. Thanks, guys. I'm done. My party exactly. days are over. Yeah. It all falls apart after 21 of yeah. No, but you see, you're not even to 25 yet to where you can rent a car, and that's oh, a whole so new experience. That's the next thing to look hey, forward to. I look forward to that. Uh-huh. I am. There, I am. There yeah, you go. And something am. to live for. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> but you guys, so you come in here. Did you? Were you guys aware of the problem, <clears throat> or was it something that you haven't really thought about I mean it was one of those things where you never really notice until someone mentions it and you're like because it's just like the norm yeah. mm-hmm. and then yeah. someone calls it out and then it's all you see and like yeah. we then, used to, then I like looked on the charts and was like oh my god there are no women on the charts yeah. we, we would play a game in the like when we were like on the really long uh, you know like the seven hour drive to Nashville yeah. from Illinois yeah from yeah. Illinois <laughs> we would play a game of like how many females how, how they many play guys until yeah. there's a girl. I or, would play that game too. Yeah. <laughs> and, if, and if it's back to back girls, you like I don't know, you like do a front flip or something. Yeah. It's like I've, I've yet to have that happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's something that like after we noticed, it's kind of all we saw, and it it's really frustrating. Yeah. yeah, it is. But I think that that's why you know we have things like this podcast and all the other things that are happening out there to make sure that we don't let that problem you know go down by the wayside like it's always in your face and to show that we have so many talented women in the game right now including you guys and I'm so excited about this so okay I want to I want to find out how the label deal happened because that is a life-changing thing it was crazy Mm -hmm. I I don't even know (laughs) it was so weird we um 
teamed up with Ashley Gorley at Tape Room. Yeah, no big deal. Uh, mm-hmm. NBD. <laughs> Love him so much. What a guy. And then- Wait, he- then let's go back further. How did you get hooked up with Ashley Gorley? And for those that might not know, Ashley Gorley is one of the most prolific songwriters in Nashville right now. I think he just celebrated like his 42nd number I one song. I can't keep up. 43rd? 43rd. So, oh, 43rd. 44th? Oh, oh my gosh. My he just got his 45th right now while we had this sentence. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> okay, so how, how'd you get hooked up with Ashley Gorley? Our management just like hooked us up with him and like we spent a couple days like out of his studios like writing and getting to know him. And then after that, he was like, yeah, I think I want to work with you guys. And we were like, really cool. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Have, were you guys aware of who he was? Because I know a lot of times when you're outside of the Nashville scene, which you guys were actually here, but you know, you don't know about the people behind the scenes and how influential and important they are. I think our are. team didn't want to like they let us know. Like, freak us out. Yeah, just so they yeah. just like downplayed it. And then after like things actually started happening, they were like, by the way, <laughs> by the time you were already at the what up Ashley point yeah. and they like told you okay. yeah, basically <laughs> yeah. yeah I had no idea yeah, yeah we just we got to know him he got to know our music a bit um like we, we wrote together a couple times but he really liked the stuff that we were doing and was by just, ourselves yeah, yeah by ourselves and he was just like no this is cool and like even if I'm not a part of creating it I want to be a part of getting it out there and help like, oh yeah. nice yeah. so with that that's a big moment to happen right there so how long was it from you moving actually making the full commitment to Nashville to getting that connection. I think two years. Two years. Oh, so you you so were we out were, here. We were yeah. just riding every day, like every twice single day. day. Two years on the ground. Just every like, day. B- like, were you guys with a publishing company or were you? Um, no, our uh, our management team. They uh, kind of gave us a mock publishing deal so that our parents wouldn't like <laughs> freak out about <laughs> us moving down there and it, like you know. So we like we'd babysit and dog sit, but that was our main job. Yeah, which yeah. was in, mm-hmm. like it, which is. Like, so, like, bananas, like, straight out of high school, having that happen is just, like, very, very... We're very, very grateful for Thanks, that. Thanks, universe. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks, universe. <laughs> it is really, really rare. And and I think a lot of people feel a lot, very lost when they're trying to come to Nashville. So was it the management that made you feel at least a little bit of comfort? Because I know it was, it was still scary. Yeah, it was scary, but it was like, all right, at least there's this stability. And yeah. then they just kind of threw us out and let us like figure out what we wanted to do. And like, we just wrote with a million and seven different people and like found our crew and found like what we wanted to say. And then- Yo, out shout here. out your management. Who is it? Because they like really hooked it up. Dennis Entertainment. Hey. <laughs> okay, so the whole yeah. Ashley thing happens. And then what happens next after you've been writing with him and he says he wants to see this through? So um, I think we had we had a little bit of time before uh, like we started, you know, like talking with them and then we signed that deal. But yeah, once we did that, um, we kind of made a plan to get in the studio, start recording stuff and getting like in Savannah's uh, a producer on it. And uh, it's you, David Garcia and Ashley are the three producers on the project. And we were kind of ready to just like put it out put on, it our, out own. on yeah. our own and just see what happens. But um, right before we kind of had a, I call it meeting season. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, oh my gosh, it's like you have your one or two outfits. You're, you're like, oh my God, like, you, you, yeah. yeah. you have your three outfits that are your go-to. You have your spiel down pat. Yeah. Just, like, you have everything ready to like go meet with people. So we, like we had the music. Yeah, we yeah. had the music. So we met with a few labels um, and we had a couple offers and Big Machine is the one that we, Valerie. Yeah, 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 Valerie and Big Machine, uh, the Valerie team especially, 
were so like you could just tell that they were really fired up and really passionate about it and they didn't want to you know it wasn't like that you know label horror story you hear of like we want to change a million things about you and then we'll or we need to scrap everything and start over they just loved what we were doing and wanted to keep us us yeah because they saw that you had a vision Mm -hmm. right yeah Mm -hmm. and They've always like really, really respected our vision, which is even our weird ideas. Even our weird ideas. <laughs> that's what we need. We need some like, weirdness up in here and some theater vibes. I, some I, theater I, vibes. I, I'm into it. I'm into it. So, were you rejected by any labels? Huh? I'm trying to think. No. They were. There might be one. Maybe one. Oh. Yeah. Uh, I think there is. You guys are doing like the kombucha girl thing. Like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, wait, what is this kombucha girl thing? You've never no. seen kombucha. Oh. oh my god! I might need to like put a link to that video okay, yeah, yeah. or something because it is. I use it for I, basically everything oh, in my so life right now. Yeah, it's so good. I'll, I'll show it to you before okay, you cool, leave. Cool, yeah, cool, cool, cool. Um, but that that is wild. That is the dream for anybody that comes to Nashville to just go and have people accept you. But I never really think I, about it until someone says it. And then I'm like, like, what has happened in my life? I do that all the time. You know, it's funny because it's hard to step back from things when you're in it. Yeah. Because so, you're just, you're grinding, you're We're trying like to make. focusing on like what's yeah. next. Yeah. And so yeah. like so much stuff can happen. There was one day that like somebody had told me, oh yeah, I remember that one time you interviewed like putting in Superstar here. I'm like, oh, oh, <laughs> I did do that. You know, when you put it like that. Yes, but I totally get that. Like you grind, you focus and you can't like overthink everything or else you're going to get in your head and then all of this organicness is not going to happen. And that I think is like a thing that I've realized recently is like when you fall in love with like, you know, obviously like have your goals, have your ambitions, have your like, I want to be a superstar. I want to be a writer. I want to like, you know, have a number one like that, like all the milestones and stuff are like, you know, important goals to have, but falling in love with doing the work yeah. is like when it actually really starts to feel fulfilling and like you just you just feel good like I who are you <laughs> we're, we're clapping it on girl that was perfectly I can said. be deep on occasion <laughs> it happens it happens so but that's that's really a cool perspective to have especially as young as you guys are because you know this, this industry could swallow you up if you don't have good perspectives about things and true, clear true. visions yeah. and clear visions so so, okay, once you get a record deal, everybody thinks that your path is completely like laid out for you. Everything's going to be great. Everything's coming in. We're going to get a million views as soon as we drop a video. You know, there's, there's a misconception about that, but it's a lot of hard work, right? So when you got signed, what was it like after that? It was just like, okay, this is the beginning. Like yeah. this is yeah. where the work starts. We didn't really let ourselves get like, we were like, okay, blessed, but also we got to keep working. Yeah. 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 Yeah, we, yeah. We, yeah, we let ourselves have like a little moment of like, Okay, this is good. <laughs> what is next? Yes. Uh huh. A little five second victory dance yeah, and then basically. let's go. Back and to the grind. You guys, right now, I mean, it, it, you can tell how excited everybody is about you because it's rare that, like, you know, somebody gets signed and then they immediately put them out there because, you mm-hmm. know, you want to work on the artist and, like, yeah. you know, find your mutual visions or whatever it might yeah. be. And then, you know, a slow push out. But, like, I love how much your label is behind you and is like, no, these girls are ready. <laughs> let's go for it. Oh, I so, love We're so, so lucky. Right? 
I think it's really, really cool. But you guys, like, I, I don't even think you hadn't, like, fully even decided on a single just yet, right? But you are going to yeah. go out there and, like, work it. Yeah. yeah. So how do you how do you approach that? Because, you know, usually the the textbook is, here's a single. Let's go talk about it. Let's go. So are you just going out and being like, yo, here we are. Literally. <laughs> that is exactly what we're doing. We go out. We play songs. We're like, yo. What do you like? Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's a good way to approach it. Kind of making it like a collaborative effort. Which that's is cool. Because cool, yeah. yeah. then everybody can feel like they're a part of it from exactly. the beginning. And that's what we really want people yeah. to feel like. Yeah. 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 And there's, mm-hmm. there's this weird kind of narrative of like, like artists versus radio, I yeah. guess. Like, I don't know. And it's never like, we all need each other. We all need to like work together to like. It's a get, team effort. Yeah, it's yeah. Team. Like, we all want the same thing. We want good music to be out there. And it's like, if we all just like hold hands and sway <laughs> Why don't you bring that around the country? Let's just try it out. Let's do it. Well, let's talk about this great music that you guys have because one of the things that I immediately connected to, obviously you can tell because of like the podcast that I do, but I love like this strong female anthem that you have going on in every single song. You guys are kind of like this new age feminism, but you know, just like being awesomeness kind of thing. So so tell me a little bit about like your approach to your music and these messages that you really want to get across. That's a very good question. Honestly, like when we started writing songs that we loved and like the songs that we knew we wanted to put out was when we were just literally being honest about what was like, we were like, all right, what's going on in our lives? What do we care about? Like, and we just started writing about it and it just started like clicking. Yeah. 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 I mean, we're, you know, we've been friends for like a long time. So we all really talk about everything with each other and we've grown up together and we've had to, you know, like help each other like build confidence and, and, you know, get through a lot of like crap. But rejection. Yeah. Rejection. Yeah. A lot of rejection. A lot of rejection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And it was when we started, I don't know, it's, I always say like our music is kind of like, it's just our friendship. Yeah. with each other and yeah. it's just yeah our friendship with each other in music form and yeah and sentence <laughs> period, period. <laughs> exclamation point uh, no that's cool that's a really cool way to look at it and you guys I mean all of these if you haven't heard their songs yet first off they are going to do some performances but second if you're looking for anthems like that's where it's at and also it's got this new kind of how would I describe this? Like, it's got this new sarcasm sassiness that I don't feel like we have yet. Like, we have the Carrie, you know, who's going to slash your car. We have, like, you know, we have the Mirandas who's going to, you know, maybe kill you. you Probably. But, like, this is this really kind of unique, very smart humor kind of uh, thing that you guys have going on. And I can't wait to see what still is to come. You guys are just, I'm very excited about you, as you can tell. And I can't wait for you guys to keep just representing the genre and representing the generation that's coming next. Because that's you guys. Oh, that's so weird. (laughs) One of the youngest acts I know, except for who you are going to be going out on the road with. Oh, Mason Mason. I'm impressed. But yeah, tell me about that. Are you guys excited? Oh my gosh, yes. This is our second time going out out on the road with him, and he's so freaking cute. I love this little man. I love this (laughs) little man. He's just such like a little bro. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. What is his audience like? Because I've never been to a Mason show. It's honestly mostly college kids. Really? So it's like they're like 
our age, yeah. which is horrifying because peers are, are just <laughs> terrifying. That is scary though. That's yeah. the scariest audience to play it for. It is true. I, yeah. I always feel like, it's like I could talk to someone younger, I could talk to someone older, but someone my age is horrifying. Yeah. <laughs> they were so nice and we like made so many like friends yeah. on the true. road. Yeah, 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 that we still like keep in contact with or whatever. And also we got to sing a high school musical cover while we were out on the road and it was you can't just drop that and not tell me details. It may or may not have been breaking free. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Who was Troy? Who was Gabriella? Troy. Gabriella? Yeah. <laughs> Savannah played the guitar. Just weirdly in the middle. Just <laughs> well, you guys are a part of that generation where like all, all of these shows that were popular then are starting to like get reboots, you know, because they, exactly. they've got the high school musical one that's coming what? up. What? It's oh. a TV show, right? It's a TV what? show. Yeah. yeah. So it's not the original characters. Let me, let me give it to you, Sam. Okay. Okay. Right. It's not the I'm original characters, but it's like a mockumentary of the school that they shot it at, and then those that school has never East done Wildcats? High School Musical. <laughs> yeah, they've okay. never done the play, and so it's a documentary about them putting on the High School Musical play. That's oh, I love that. Like, yeah. yeah, I know it's a little bit meta. I'm like, that's, that's that's so meta. Meta. that is very meta. I'm like, it's deep, but we got to shell out the extra money because it's going to be on Disney Plus. Oh. That's also where Lizzie McGuire is going to be and that was like my oh, maybe show I'll so maybe they know how to get us yeah. you know, know I'm like us. you know I can't not see what Lizzie's up to at 30 like yeah, what is Lizzie up to I, I can't live in that world so I'm gonna have to find out I don't know that was a weird side note we've, <laughs> we've gone to some weird side note things here no, so, we, we, makes I, total we, sense for us we very on brand so you guys the EP is out again Savannah I'm super impressed that you co-produced that that's incredible was it intimidating doing that or just yes. felt natural. But the, it was for like a second when I thought about like what these two other guys had done previously. But then when I got in there, they were like so helpful, so nice. They were like willing to show me things. So I get to learn so much from them and like take that and then, mm. yeah. That's like a so masterclass fun. Yeah, working with literally, them. Literally. Yeah. And, and, and she won't brag on herself. I was about to <laughs> say. We will. Yeah. yeah. No, it was, it was super dope. Like, Cause like she said, like she just kind of sat back at first and watched, but then like we we cut a few songs at first, and then as the we kept going, she we, kept getting braver and braver with like speaking <laughs> yeah. up about but, like, like it wasn't even yeah. like like you just were like in it, like you were just she in just, it. Like, was like no, not that or yeah, like yeah. this. Yeah, they or, were like, what do you yeah. think about this? And she's like, eh, like uh, take that part out. It's like maybe yeah. this, like mm -hmm. up the gain. I don't know, like but <laughs> but like no, no, you just like you just went right into the the thick of it, which was so awesome to watch. Yeah, I think I sat back for a minute and I was just like. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Go. Do your thing. Yeah. Go so off, do you think that for a full length album that you would do producing again, maybe on your own? Oh, maybe. Ooh. I don't yeah. know. We'll see. That'd oh, be pretty she cool. is humble, isn't yeah. she? Over there? <laughs> She's like, nah, I got this. <laughs> I believe in you. I believe in you. I do too. Oh, We're all here. Well, if you all believe in me, then I guess I can do it. <laughs> yeah. Just clap. Is that what you do for Tinkerbell? Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, this has been a lot of Disney references. I'm, you know theater I'm not mad about it. I'm into it too. You guys, we are running out of time here. I, I can't wait to have you guys on again because I know I will because you guys are definitely going to be around for a long time. Thank you. But I want to leave some time for you guys to perform so we can do that. Um, I did, did I tell you guys that I usually have people do a cover of another female on this show? Oh. Do you guys know one? We might possibly, maybe. Maybe, Probably, possibly. yes. We're all making eye contact with each other. They're talking telepathically yeah. right yes, now. We're, like, we're having a conversation with our yes, minds. Yes, they are. We certainly are. Do we? <laughs> <laughs> Hello, we're Avenue B. We share one brain cell. <laughs>
Oh well, like, whether you do or not, we will find out whenever you go and watch these videos. But yes, I do know out. that you guys know your own songs. Yes, yes oh, so we, do we do know. know that. That that we do know. We, we are going to do. We can cover our own songs. This is a cover of Avenue B. Just all you guys can just sing the parts that you don't usually sing. Oh, there we go. That would be game oh, on. Try that someday. That would be hilarious. I should do like a YouTube it, video so about it or something. Do, put it on yeah. Disney Plus. Do, oh, yeah, yeah. Disney do something. Plus. You guys, thank you so much for thank being you. here. And congratulations on everything. This story is so cool. And you can go check out everything that you need to know about Avenue Beat in the show notes. And definitely go check out those videos too. Thank you, ladies. Thank, thank you. you so much. Isn't it wild how much of a movie their story has been so far? I hope it continues that way. They definitely have the talent to back it up. So they did decide on a female cover. You got to check it out because it is so good. They do Marin Morris's My Church. They also did a couple hilarious and painfully true songs called Be a Bro and Rom-Com. Now, last week I gave Brian that extra shout out because he helped big time in some studio problems. Well, that happened again this week. So if you're listening to this podcast on release day, their performance videos are not there quite yet. But if you're listening to this after October 1st of 2019, then you're good to go. Link to the YouTube channel is in the show notes. All right, it's time for some thank yous. First off, Sam, Sammy, and Savannah, Avenue Beat. I have loved getting to know you ladies and I can't wait to hang out more. Also to their team, everyone at BMLG, but big shout outs to Ashley Sedoti, George Briner, and Shelby Paul for making this all possible. To the Breaking Through team, Brian Webb, Joey Salvia, and Jim K. Casey, you guys know how much I appreciate you. But most of all, thank you for listening. Now, if you enjoyed this episode, it would be awesome if you take a minute to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. This makes it possible for more people to discover all of these stories. And as promised, I told you I'd fill you in on who is coming next week. We already recorded it, and guys, I am not well. If you didn't catch it when I told my fellow theater geeks in this episode, well, it's my ultimate idol, Emmy and Tony Award winner, Kristen Chenoweth. I have loved every episode of this podcast, but I gotta say this one hits differently. She is so wise and has experienced so many things. You will be inspired, and spoiler alert, there were tears involved. Again, I speak to people who want to do what I'm doing for a living. The things that make you different make you special. Until then, thank you again for listening. Love you guys, and I'll talk to you soon from the Westwood One Podcast Network.